0: without further ado, Chris Ann Hall received her bachelor's degree in biochemistry from Blackburn College and her Juris Doctor from the University of Florida. She served in the U.S. Army as a military intelligence cryptologic linguist. A prosecutor for the state of Florida for nearly a decade. Chris Ann also worked with a prominent national First Amendment law firm where she traveled the country defending Americans whose rights were violated by unlawful arrests and prosecutions. She has written six books on American history and the U.S. Constitution. Chris is a regular consultant on numerous radio, podcasts, and television programs. Without further ado, Christianne Hall!
1: Eyes and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Thank you, Peaceful Pond Play Sweet Shops for already hitting that like button, hit that subscribe button, ring that bell. We know Peaceful Pond Play Sweet Shop because we have had some of their sweets, haven't we, dear? Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. So if you're looking for, hey, here's an idea. If you're looking to send some chocolate to dad on Father's Day or you got somebody that is... uh Having a birthday or something? I happen to know they deliver. So go ahead and, and contact them. Really great stuff. Just sort of a little prompt to advertisement there, JC, for one of our helpers out there. How are you today, JC? I'm good. Good. It's a great day to be alive. Great day to be a part of history. Great day to be a liberty-loving patriot. And uh, some exciting things going on. And I thought I'd share them with you for uh, first and foremost. You remember our friend Jordan Page, right? Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead for the people who don't know Jordan Page. I want to share, uh, start off by sharing a little video for you uh, of Jordan Page on, on uh, YouTube. I think this might even, I don't even think this is Jordan's YouTube page, but it was the first thing that I grabbed. And so here is Jordan Page doing his song, Liberty.
2: Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down at the critical moment? Like running away from the waves of the ocean, we head for the hills with the high tide approaching as sand slips away from the castle. When it's time to stand upright, why do we falter? Like placing our freedom on the sacrificial altar We hold tight to our fears and defend our oppressors As we fight for their lies and become the transgressors As pacifists transform to violent aggressors I'm a long, long way from my home And they say I can't change all the things I find strange But what can one man do alone? They say what can one man do alone? When is the right time to stand up for freedom? Could it be when you start to feel creating children who'll inherit the pain and the debt of this nation and be slaves to the banks that cause hyperinflation, who are masters of commerce, lies, and bad legislation? Oh, if you looked in the eyes of a thousand young children through fancy of razors their innocence stolen as the red flag of tyranny flies in the open is that when you'll finally notice Whoa, whoa but i'm only a stranger here i'm a long long way from my home I can't change all the things I find strange. For what can one man do alone? Is what can one man do alone? A moonly stranger looking to find better nature in my fellow man. But they keep telling me, it's a sin to be free And that's more than I'm willing to stand Where will you be when the order is given to censor your mind As free speech is forbidden As martyrs for peace from the world will be driven Away by the sound of a bellowing thunder And choke on the blood of a dream going under men tear up our constitution and from every direction we cry revolution standing together and without permission soldiers for truth in the war of attrition the love of our country as our ammunition I'm a long, long way from my home And I'm going to change all the things I find strange For I am not one man alone You sound more only a stranger I'm a long, long way from my home And I'm going to change all the things I find strange for I know that I'm not alone. I' know I'm not alone. Not alone.
1: well ladies and gentlemen that is Jordan page who is a friend of ours a very very awesome uh, guy great father and he is having a free live concert on um, May 12th at 9pm. And I want to share with you the information on how to get that concert. You need to go to Jordan Page, JordanPage.net and sign up for his uh, live stream for his concert. You will get a it's actually is gonna be a Zoom link right down there at the bottom of the page. You see, uh, when you go there. Um, looks like we might be having some. Oh, where we go. All right. So Jordanpage.net right there. Jordan's song is actually part of our um non-compliant movie as well. And so we wanted you to know what Jordan has going so you can enjoy the concert that he's going to be giving at no cost. So JordanPage.net. Uh Love that song. That's like one of my favorites that he does. That's the song that's actually in our, our um, non-compliant movie trailer. And, you know, listening, I have, I don't think I've actually listened to that song all the way through for a really long time. And it's just amazing how much of that song is built on history and principle, you know, because here we are. He actually wrote that song many years ago. He was part of the Ron Paul, the original Ron Paul revolution. I think he even traveled and toured with Ron Paul uh, doing some singing. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure he has.
0: Jordan has a lot of hoodies.
1: He has a lot of hoodies. He's the hoodie generation <laughs> guy. That's like man.
0: six hoodies in that video.
1: Yeah, I know. I know, it's pretty cool. Some, uh, most of them were Ron Paul hoodies.
2: I
0: noticed.
1: I didn't realize Ron Paul had so many different hoodies out because <laughs> of the hoodie <laughs> revolution. But, you know, that's kind of that that generational thing. But it's really, really good to see him doing what he's doing. And the, the sort of eternal truths of what it is that he's singing. He is a folk singer of today. You know, I mean, isn't that the definition of a folk singer? He sings about politics and about society. And, and he has such a beautiful, beautiful voice. And his lyrics are just time tested, I think. And so um, can't wait for everybody to join him at jordanpage.net for his live concert. That's going to be really, really nice. Sweet. So um, he just contacted me out of the blue. I was like, Jordan, we were just talking about you just the other day. Um, This is kind of good news. I wanted to start off with this sort of, I guess, (laughs) when you're searching for something good. And the best thing you can find is that the states are going to boot the federal government, but then give out more free money on their own. (laughs) Got to laugh. Sorry, because I go crazy if I don't. The good news is, is that Montana is like, forget this stuff, man. We're not going to get, we're not going to be doing these unemployment boosts anymore Uh, People all over the country, employers are all over the country, are trying to find employees and there's nobody that wants to work. And I started wondering, JC, is this a plot? Right. Not only do you pay people not to work. So then they don't want to work. Right. Because they're actually. And and even though they may not be making as much money as they would make working, they're making enough to stay home, right? They're making enough to say, why would I even bother get out of my pajamas? I can pay my rent or do what I need to do. Well, and you have rent forbearance still going on. So they don't actually have to pay rent because the CDC has said that you don't have to pay rent anymore, which by the way, was just overturned by a federal court. The federal, a federal court just overturned that the CDC has an authority and Health and Human Services has, a, has an authority to forbear rent. And this federal court district court said, no, I'm sorry, that's not part of your plenary power. Hey, that's good news, right? So now what we have to do is get the federal government to recognize what's happening and then, you know, announce the forbearance. The good news is, is that the federal court got this message out, made this opinion because a group of landlords sued the government for creating the forbearance. So now what may happen, JC, is all across the country, more landlords will get together and make this lawsuit for damages and maybe they'll stop the forbearance. I don't know.
0: I, I wonder if um, the hassle of going back to work has some impact here. Oh yeah. All the mask and people in offices saying, or, you got, or jobs saying you got to get, vaccine, you gotta get
1: vaccine, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I would seriously, I'm well, you know, I've been helping people with this vaccine issue. And I was dealing with somebody, I'm helping someone who's working at a Methodist hospital, right? So generally speaking, if you work for a company that that doesn't get any kind of state or federal funding, it makes it more difficult to imp- apply the federal mandates. Uh, private businesses can get around those kind of things because they're not accepting state or federal money. But hospitals are like colleges these days it doesn't matter if you're a, a methodist or a catholic or a baptist hospital everybody's getting federal money so you can apply these these the the rule about not mandating covid to these hospitals because they take federal money but the thing that i was talking to her about is because we also include in those letters a religious exemption are you do you have a religious objection to vaccinations a firmly held religious Uh, Objection. And she this lady that I was helping at this Methodist hospital said, um, well, I already tried the religious exemption and the Methodist hospital denied my claim for religious exemption. Like, how ironic is that? I mean, what exactly do you have the word Methodist on your hospital anymore for? What is the point of even claiming to be a religious hospital if you will not recognize that people have a firmly held religious conviction against injecting dead baby parts into their bodies? I, I I don't get that. I don't get that. So anyway, Montana... Is looking to end this boost to the unemployment boost because there's a labor shortage. Uh, people aren't going to work, but they're ending it by adding by sending money out. So they're they're going to end the unemployment benefits, but they're going to uh, add a twelve hundred dollar bribe. Uh, go back enticement. to work. Yeah. Yeah. if you go back to work we will give you a a you know a benefit right a bribe a bribe bribe we're bribing people to go back to work now so if you sit at home and do nothing then you know maybe you'll get a few hundred bucks but we'll give you over a thousand dollars to go back to work mm-hmm and so that's, that's what I thought was very interesting. On a sort of non-political note, just because I was feeling like I needed something non-political today, I've been having a little bit of a trying day, I wanted to share this with everybody. Just one of those things that make you go, huh? All right, so a melting glacier reveals a World War I cave, shelter, and artifacts. So that means that-
0: There was no glacier there. Yes. <laughs> in, 19, in the 40s.
1: Yes, there was no glacier there in the 40s. So how are you going to claim that, that, that global warming is getting rid of a glacier when the glacier didn't even exist during World War One, I. I mean seriously, look at these pictures, JC. Look how much this glacier took over this thing. Mm-hmm. How quickly that thing moved. I mean, that's seriously huge, filling up all this stuff. They said it acted like like a like an artifact. It preserved all this stuff because it moved in so quickly, and and now it's melting back. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. <laughs> when you
0: just- yeah, when we hear, freak out because the glaciers are, aren't are going as far as they used to. <laughs> uh really?
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. They went over the World War One shelter, and now they're coming off the World War One shelter. So I just I had to I had to put that out there, just sort of let everything go. Uh, w- were you writing down notes? For for us or just for later? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, <laughs> break out the charts. Brian Wirth says <laughs> he says all media is onion. So what do you think of this picture, J.C.? This is uh, the new the new narrative, right? White privilege is because Tim Tebow is back to football. Before Kaepernick is back to football. Mm-hmm. That's that's the narrative.
0: Notice the picture. Yeah. Where they have to juxtapose the white guy can kneel, but it's not okay for the black guy to kneel. Yeah. As if kneeling was what it was about.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> as if kneeling made Kaepernick a bad football player.
0: <laughs> the expected signing of a white former NFL player.
1: This is just, it's,
0: this is the sick society we're building.
1: Yes. It's cancerous. It's absolutely a cancer. I mean, just, just crazy. Look at this. The far right. Um, the far right war on history, education, and thinking
0: (laughs) that's rich.
1: Yeah. Seriously, knowing the real history of the United States is essential to advancing the struggles of today. I bet Chuck Idelson wouldn't know real history if Mercy Otis Warren was resurrected from the grave and slapped him in the face real history. And anyone wondering why critical race theory has prompted a mad dash among the right wing legislators and school boards to extinguish? It need only to look at similar obsessions that have made U.S. democracy an endangered species. JC, can you help me understand what that means? I don't even understand what that sentence means. What, what does that mean? What is what similar obsessions has have we had of critical race theory? And first off, I mean, everybody knows this is not a, a democracy anyway, but
0: I, I, I going to tell us that. in the article. Yeah.
1: Well, right. You're assuming a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, it's all about how the Republicans hate critical race theory, how the right wing leftist white supremacists. Um,
0: well, he he goes off on uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick's apparent rant uh, that said CRT maintains uh, philosophies that maintain one race of one race or sex is superior to another race or sex, which he says is a contrived fantasy bearing no relation to what CRT teaches. Uh, the author apparently has no idea what CRT. Teaches, <laughs> know, or no. he's a mindless moron, right. because it, in fact, teaches that one race is superior yep. to another race yep. under the guise of uh, ca- calling for racial racial reconciliation. the The white so-called race, which is really interesting, uh, in the teaching is race. First off, white, the white race, or They say race is a biological uh, fantasy, but a social reality. Is one of their mantras, and that
1: wait, wait, say that again because that doesn't make any sense. So,
0: race is a contrivance, which I would agree with that part. So, it's saying race is a biological fantasy, right? Right. There's no difference between the races, but but they say it's a it's a uh, social reality. So it goes to what we talked about in how they define whiteness. So then the whiteness and what you know that you was invented by white people to oppress others. Yeah. Um so I don't it's it's hard now it's hard to find um you know what in the world was going on because they talk about you know white the white Europeans had to invent whiteness uh you know to enslave people. So it's hard to kind of figure out what was going on when Africans enslaved other Africans and sold them to Europeans at the slave tree uh, in Africa because mm-hmm. obviously there were no white people there to invent whiteness uh, and and then set about to oppress people what was what were the Africans what did they invent to decide they wanted to oppress their fellow Africans and well, enslave them the for Chinese? sale? Yeah. I mean, All you could Chinese go on and on and on. So it's, it's just it in. just shows the the utter ridiculousness of the entire philosophy, as we said before, it's not based on objective imperial evidence or history uh, th- that he's clamoring about. There's yeah. not CRT is not based on history. CRT is contrary to history. CRT flies in the face of statistics. It flies in the face of data. It flies in the face of facts. It's all about the narrative, somebody's story that they tell. So you isolate a story, spin a narrative and suggest that you have some sort of superiority to credibility because of the color of your skin. You have superior knowledge because of the color of your skin. What is this nitwit's name? Uh, it's superior. Uh, so a, a philosophy that says you have superior knowledge because Some of the color Idelson. of your skin. You have the right to speak because of the color of your skin, when other people who are not the color of your skin don't have the right to speak. Mr. Idelson, Who's that is, is by definition racism. You dimwit.
1: Chuck Idelson is the communications senior strategist for National Nurses United, the nation's largest union and professional organization of registered nurses with Uh, 150,000.
0: Let let me me ask you another question, moron. Being white, what the hell credibility do you have to stand and speak about racism to anyone? How, How do you have, how can you, if you say you adhere to CRT, then shut the hell up. Because your skin does not allow you to say anything about it.
1: According to CRT.
0: Exactly. Right? So yeah. this so is how this is how trying to moronic right. these people are. Right. That's just it's a it's exactly like because um, it's the same crowd, it's exactly like Mark Benioff, a multi-bazillionaire who made his billions off of mac- teaching people how to maximize profits. Uh, lecturing the rest of us about the evils of maximizing profits. So if yeah. if if this doofus adheres to CRT, shut up because your whiteness prevents you from speaking on it. Join join the crowd with the rest of us if you're if you're so enthralled by this racist ideology.
1: So this is the thing that really grabbed me in the article right here. This 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 section the fanatical drive to eradicate a deeper analysis of us history and the ability to engage in critical thinking as as if crt is a practice of engaging critical thinking of any way shape or form
0: this means he's he has not critically analyzed crt because if you have then you would not attribute the critical thinking process to this ideology. Right. It is exactly the opposite.
1: Right. Exactly. It is exactly the opposite. And so that, that was, and, and the deeper analysis of U S history, you know, it really sort of is a, is an interesting collocation of words, deeper analysis of U S history. What exactly are you analyzing history to discover? You see if you're analyzing history as its truth to discover human nature so you don't repeat mistakes and you can learn from the good stuff, then I agree that it's a it, analysis of history is good. But I don't think that's what he means by analysis of history. What I think he needs is what he means of revision of history. He he means what we see is the disease of history. We need to psychologically analyze history. We need to sociologically analyze history. We need to discover. We we need to invent meanings. That's what he means by deeper analysis.
0: Of US history well uh, let's just be plain they're liars they mm-hmm. have a particular goal that they intend to reach and they will lie to get there this he the, the whole paragraph there the the fanatical drive to eradicate a deeper analysis of. US history and critical thinking and then he, he says this ideology is at the heart of a similar flurry of extremist legislation from coast to coast to restrict the right of vote that's a lie mm-hmm. uh, criminal criminalized public protest perhaps. Block the ability of local jurisdictions to reduce, and here's the goal: reduce the disproportionate funding of policing and many other public policies. So you, you see that again, defund the police, tear down the state. It's an it's a revolutionary anarcho-Marxist ideology. They simply want to destroy uh this nation. They they, they can't possibly they can't articulate because you, you, you talk about critical analysis, they can't articulate. Any portion of the Constitution of the United States that somehow is oppressive Mm -hmm. or somehow they disagree with. Mm -hmm. So they throw out this sort of uh, amorphous criticisms uh, and attacks that, oh, well, the, the founders were racist, the system's racist, and they can't point to one single thing. In our framework that supports that notion, they can point to individual cases where individual people most likely in those cases are not following the rule of law are not following the Constitution. Uh, So this has nothing to do with analyzing legitimate instances of possible racism, possible abuse, possible oppression, possible excessive use of force. It has nothing to do with that. Every single one of those things is complete and utter pretense for tearing down this nation because you, none of you, I'll say one, I'll say one more time, just like this absolute moron who wrote this paper go get the Constitution if you're so freaking smart and convinced of this stuff go get the Constitution let's sit down go line by line you tell me what part of those principles is racist what part of those principles is is oppressive you what are you against what is oppressive freedom of speech is that oppressive freedom to assemble is that oppressive freedom of religion is that oppressive freedom of press that's oppressive the fact that you you you're supposed to be have equal Equal representation in Congress, that's oppressive. Equal treatment under the law, that's oppressive. The right of due process, that's oppressive. What kind of moronic gobbledygook is this guy trying to preach? I tell you, again, and I'm done, this is complete and utter Pretense. Just be honest. Say you are a revolutionary Marxist who wants to overthrow this nation. Stop hiding behind the pretense of race and equality and transgenderism and all this other nonsense, uh, racist freaking crap in a costume of compassion. You're a liar. You're an idiot. You're a moron. You're a racist and a Marxist. Just be honest about it. Done.
1: And that's what you have. (laughs) Right there. And it's just, well, (sighs) so what more can you say? I don't think you can say anything more than that. That's just what it is. But the attack continues, JC. So here you have, I wanted to show you this because it's not just the left, right? It's not just the left. So here we have uh, Kevin McCarthy. So they're going to have this. They're, they're threatening to have this vote to expel Cheney, Representative Cheney, from the uh, GOP leadership, right? So you've got this whole. This is actually a a um, Huff Post thing. Kevin McCarthy ripped for absolutely Orwellian line in his Liz Cheney letter. Now, what's interesting, I'm sure it doesn't surprise you, JC, that this is all pulled out of context. And so it doesn't really mean what they say it means. So that, uh, let's see. Cheney is on the outs because she has refused to endorse former President Donald Trump's big lie about the 2020 election being stolen and has blamed him for the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol that was carried out by his supporters. Okay. That's not entirely true on why she's on the outs but even if it is, that's nobody's business but the Republican Party's business. They are the ones that that set the standards for their members right And the Democrats have 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 politically executed members of their party for a whole lot less. okay Let's just be clear if you're a Democrat and you're pro-life, your ter- your your longevity in politics as a Democrat is going to be very short. If you are not in favor of union mandates, then your life as a Democrat is going to be very uh, short politically. So McCarthy sends in this le- a letter to to the Republican conference. And says, we are a big tent party. We represent Americans of all backgrounds and continue to grow our movement by the day. And unlike the left, we embrace free thought and debate. So then the trolls come along and say, you know, they just pull this line out of there, right? Nothing says you embrace free thought and debate like expelling people who disagree with you. Okay. The problem is not whether Liz Cheney disagrees with him or not. The problem is, does Liz Cheney violate the terms of being a Republican? Because hmm. that's that's really what we're talking about here. And so I wanna now
0: show if they you. can just do that from coast to coast.
1: Yeah, right? No doubt. So this is actually the letter that was written. And I'm gonna read it. I am humbled and honored to lead this team to work alongside each one of you. As a conference and a party, we are rooted in the ideals of freedom and opportunity. We fiercely defend free speech and personal responsibility. Let's not forget that personal responsibility part there. Mm -hmm. And we know that America is at its best when the people decide their destiny, not politicians in Washington. Their voice is our vote. And then it goes on, blah, 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 ran my business. This is me, lot, a lot, a lot. So you get down to the very uh, last two paragraphs. He says, this is no time to take our eye off the ball. If we are to succeed in stopping the radical Democrat, a Democrat agenda from destroying our country, these internal conflicts need to be resolved so as to not dis- detract from the efforts of our collective team. Did you catch that part? Mm-hmm. Collective team. We're on the same team here. Having heard from so many of you in recent days, it's clear that we need to make a change. As such, you should anticipate a vote on recalling the conference chair this Wednesday. We are a big tent party. We represent Americans of all backgrounds and continue to grow our movement by the day. Now we're getting into the part that they cherry picked. And unlike the left, we embrace free thought and debate. All members are elected to represent their constituents as they see fit. But our lead, and here's the part: all members are elected to represent their constituents as they see fit, but our leadership team cannot afford to be distracted from the important work we were elected to do and the shared goals we hope to achieve. The stakes are too high to come up short. I trust you agree. Right. So what he's saying is, yes, you're open to freedom of speech. Yes, you can represent your constituents the way they want to be represented. But if you're going to call yourself a Republican, then there has to be a standard.
0: They 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 the critics make it sound like they're throwing her out of out of Congress or something. Yeah. She, she's she's the conference chair yes. for the Republican Party. They're not and, it, and, and, and this is Congress. talking about the members yeah. voting to choose a different chair. What are these idiots suggesting that Liz Cheney is now the permanent conference chair for the Republican Party until the end of time and you're not allowed to vote to choose new leadership?
1: Or that Liz Cheney can say whatever this is she wants. Whatever she wants no matter how it conflicts with the party's platform.
0: and she deserves to be the leader of the party.
1: Are you freaking kidding me? Do you (laughs) think, what do you think a Democrat representative, what would happen, JC, to a Democrat representative who stepped up and publicly, publicly criticized Joe Biden? What would happen to a Democrat representative that stepped up and said, Joe Biden is an idiot. Joe Biden is a terrible president. Joe Biden should be uh, impeached and we must get rid of him. What would a, what would happen to a Democrat? <laughs> I mean, I'm not even talking about the chair of the Democrat co- yeah. conference. I'm talking about any Democrat. Well, right?
0: you, you and you have to have uh, these. I don't even know what you call them. Bottom feeders like Bill Crystal crawl out of his hole to lick the boots of the Democrats. Yeah. These neocon. I mean, this it doesn't get much worse than Bill Crystal. So, you know, the, you have these other so-called Republicans.
1: Well, at least Br- Bill Kristol have to had, make their comments. Had the the. You know the, the the courage to post the whole letter, so he was, what to he prove that, that he can't idiot. read. Yeah, to prove that he can't <laughs> read, right? Yeah, I mean seriously, but at least he posted the whole letter. The rest of these nincompoops have done us. Oh well, there we go. There's Jake Sherman. He's posting the whole letter. Yeah,
0: that's the thing that so but
1: just prove the, how stupid you are, right?
0: So you've actually read it. It's it's Orwellian, uh-huh. Orwellian to to vote for new leadership in your con- conference. Yeah.
1: It's Orwellian <laughs> to vote for leadership in your conference that matches the conference agenda.
0: What a bunch of hacks.
1: We'll talk about hacks though, cause Mitt Romney, right? Mitt Romney has chimed in, right? So Kevin McCarthy says, we're a team and you've got to have a leader who's on the team, right? I mean, it's basically what the letter is saying. We've heard you when we're a team, our leader has to be on the team. Can you imagine, hmm. from a sort of basketball perspective, the Chicago Bulls has a New York Knicks coach.
2: You're right.
1: I mean, what? Do, <laughs> who? Who would? Who? Yeah. Who would think How that that Orwellian is? Brief? How to get Orwellian? How Orwellian? Right.
0: These so, people are morons.
1: So here is Mitt Romney. Right. So. If you want to get the perspective of a Republican idiot, just go look at Mitt Romney. Oh yeah. Mitt Romney says expelling Liz Cheney from leadership won't gain the GOP one additional voter, but it will cost us quite a few.
0: What what CNN writer is is uh, offering up Mitt Romney to us as the standard? Ah, Chris Saliza. Imagine Chris Saliza. that. Imagine yeah. that.
1: See CNN is like Fox News. So they that's that's how you know it's legit, artists. right? Yeah. Because Chris Salisa is gonna, enter, it's gonna enter cost you life. a few
0: votes. And he goes, yeah. you, Yep, you yup, nailed it. Yeah, Mitt Romney nailed, nailed it. it. Oh, thanks. I love Chris. that.
1: Yup, nailed
0: it. Thanks, Chris.
1: <laughs> but you see what, what what Mitt Romney's morality is rests upon. Yeah,
0: well, apart. if you have Chris so. Saliza cheering for you, I mean, <laughs> do you have to say anything else? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much look at what Mitt Romney says. Mm-hmm. See if Chris Saliza gives it a thumb up, thumbs up, and then take the opposite position, and you will be pretty much on target every time.
1: You know, I think you could probably start with see what position Mitt Romney has, and take the opposite position, and you'll be good to go.
0: Well, I mean, he, he's seriously. liable to accidentally get some things right,
1: but oh, it, so but if they think-
0: both if they both <laughs> line up, I mean, that's a guarantee. Take the opposite position, and you can't go wrong.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep. Thank you, Richard Kramer, for your Grant super chat. Or no, that's that's my hmm. Grant. Is it Grant? No, it's Benjamin. Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin flopping down the big Benjamin. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for your encouragement. We we you know we
0: just, yeah these we, these like, guys are all the same team. These, these these Rhino hacks and the leftists, the revolutionary Marxists. I mean, it, honestly, the well the fact of the matter, if you, if you understand global socialism, Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they're the same team. They have the absolute same goals. So So
1: if you, okay. So, you know, here's, here's more of all of this other crap. So you have now, I don't know how many of you are aware of this, but now Matt Gates Mm. is under federal investigation. Were you aware of that?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been going on yeah. a little while. Right.
1: Now. So in case you didn't know, Matt Gates is on in a federal investigation mm-hmm. uh for uh is he paying off people, right? Is he buying favors of the opposite sex? It's basically what well,
0: it, I mean. it, trying it, to it, learn
1: whether any of the women on, on a trip were paid to travel mm-hmm. and have relations with Mr. well
0: you, you saw what they did with Flynn and his family Mm -hmm. and, uh, the other guys that they targeted with Trump. So, you know, it, it, uh, not good news. Yeah. Not good news knowing how they operate. I mean, this just some young girl that they're going to, that they're going to squeeze.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. And they don't even know her name. Right. How can they, here's what she says, uh, if Matt Gates was hoping his America First tour uh, with Marjorie Taylor Greene that kicked off a retirement community last, he was at the Villages, by the way, would distract people from his ongoing scandal, he can think again. Multiple media outlets are reporting that federal investigators are now pushing for cooperation from two key witnesses uh, in their <laughs> ongoing probe into the anti-gay Congress <laughs> What the heck? These
0: labels crack me up, Anti-gay. The white football player. The white football player. The anti-gay congressman.
1: The anti-gay congressman, including his ex-girlfriend. Well, we know it's an ex-girlfriend because we know he ain't gay, right? Right. And it sure sounds like she's feeling the heat. The unnamed ex, who is a capital intern. Former. Former capital intern. Who reportedly joined Gates with, along with several others, women on a wild trip to the Bahamas back in 2018. Wild! I love how they they sort of they dress all this stuff up. But the reason that I brought this up was, JC, like you said, look at all of the way they're going to try to destroy this man's life in the public opinion,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because. They don't have they they don't like him because Sure. he wants Same to quote stuff. America first. Same stuff. What is the I'm I'm confused about something with this whole propaganda movement kind of stuff you with know, the leftists and everything. Um they're, they are very nationalist, aren't they?
0: What does that mean?
1: I mean, the Marxists Agenda is nationalist, right?
0: I think if you hate America, you're kind of the opposite. No no no, of no, 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 no,
1: no, no. I understand that, but isn't it generally? I mean, in in China, it was all about uh, patriotism to China, and in Russia, it was all about patriotism to Russia and turning your people who are not according to our agenda because they're not patriots. No. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't patriotic to turn in your parents because I, no, I, I'm not-
0: just trying to follow. You're you're seriously asking if the left is patriotic. No,
1: no, no I'm asking you. No, no, no. I'm I'm not I'm asking you, is Write it the down, agenda actually nationalistic? Even no. though they- Okay, so how is it next question? How is it that they use the guise of nationalism? Right? You are a liars. bad right but you are a bad do they because that. see and you're, this is the conflict they tell you it's you have to hate America but then they tell you you're not a Amer- you're un-American if you don't do this because yeah, the Russians if you don't turn no, in your parents no
0: I think I see what you're getting at okay, I no, I you. think <laughs> they un, no they understand they understand that the people who follow them are idiots so it again let me go back to mentioning my favorite billionaire to hate Mark Benioff it's the same thing so he can be a gazillionaire and sit at the world economic Forum and lecture the rest of humanity about being evil for focusing on maximizing profits when his customer relations management software was right. what made him billions helping entrepreneurs maximize profits so so no so no I, I think what you're asking no they're they are not they don't see that contradiction that contradiction never, clicks for them no, so they can start talking in all these sort of patriotic, <laughs> nationalistic sounding terms, while at the same time telling everybody how bad and how evil America is. Mm-hmm. So they, the, the, the left, the, the these leftist politicians have an incredibly low view mm-hmm. of their voters and of their constituency. They, they think they're the dumbest people on the planet. They, uh, they may be, but that's their view. So, so none none of that none of that troubles them. So, yeah, I I mean it's they're liars. I mean they're just liars and hypocrites. All there is. So, so yeah, you're you're seeing that, right? And it didn't compute. It doesn't compute. But they don't care. They don't care, and that's the whole thing that. You know, we desperately try to enlighten people and continue to expose it and teach true history and teach what America really is, so maybe they can see this contradiction. Right. But for the life of me, I, I, I don't know why people are so blind uh, to not notice that yeah, contradiction. See,
1: that's the whole thing that gets me. I can't wrap my brain around the reconciliation of the of the of of the conflict. I simply cannot. Right. I mean, I. My, right. I, I try if, to look at if it. I'm if like, you hate
0: America, wait, the, the, why I, should you care what this congressman, congressman's behavior act or decision or whatever, anything is doing to hurt America? Yes. Shouldn't you applaud that? If you're consistent to what they're preaching, shouldn't you celebrate that? Yeah. So n- none, none of them are rational. None of it will be logical, but they, I, the thing is, I think, most Americans and I think they know this and I think this is what this is what you're you're feeling here. I think most Americans inherently do love their country and so and, and I think even a majority of their voters so they walk this weird line of having to preach this constant America hating agenda while then you know how do we not alienate these others and then what do we do to appeal? To this, So, you know, it, it, it's it's complete confusion and chaos. Yeah. But again, I, I think they have their constituency so confused that they can just co- constantly spout this contradictory nonsense.
1: Well, speaking of confusing and contradictory nonsense. So health and human services, this OK, so this really is just bothering me. Biden forcing Catholic relig- and religious entities to violate beliefs with new health human services rule, critics say. So I just, I, first off, I get really confused by all these titles. Do they actually think that Biden is writing these rules uh, I, I don't know. Okay, so anyway, it, it's it's a well, complete lack of understanding of, of well,
0: they're, they're of
1: civics. I in in the way. No, I, I don't think. I,
0: no, I think they get it. I think they're just taking the opportunity to shine the light on the fact that Biden claims the Catholic faith, and yeah, so they're trying yeah. to spot. Well, that's why they that. say
1: Catholic and religious entities Right, so they could have just easily said Baptist or Methodist. Sure, but right. So the Biden administration will force doctors to act against, quote, their best medical judgment and constant conscience. One critic. Now, let me show you what that is. President Biden. So you're right. Uh, that's what it's about. What I'm saying, though, is it's just no, it sends it's that congruent. signal like it's a signal. Like, what does
0: he have to do with it anyway? Exactly. Yeah.
1: OK, but it, this is the one thing that annoys me about the media is everything is about the president. Mm-hmm. You go, maybe it's because we've been flying a little bit more than usual. Right. I, I get so freaking irritated when we are in every airport in America and every ignorant flight attendant mm-hmm. and every ignorant airport employee says, we have a federal law that says you have to wear a mask. Um, there is no federal law.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: Congress has passed no freaking law. As a matter of fact, there's not even a federal regulation to wear masks. The FAA, the FAA has not had time to issue a rule or regulation. If there is an issuing of a rule or regulation, it takes like 90 days to go into effect. And you have to, in that 90 days, you have to have it open to... Uh, You know, people have to be able to issue responses and and Mm -hmm. comments. I mean, the whole process is just crazy. We have to hear,
0: what's her name, Caster, Jane Caster. Every time you land in the Tampa airport, it is federal law that you blah, blah, blah. And all over the
1: airports, it's federal law. No, the president of the United States issued an executive order.
0: You mean the resident in the White House?
1: is not law. It is not law. It is not law, so I don't. I don't simply know what's going on. Uh, it, well, what what bothers me is this complete lack of understanding well, of you know what exactly. Yeah, and we know what's going on, but it's this complete lack of understanding in the American mind of what a law actually is, mm-hmm. what the power of the president actually is, what is the unauthorized power being exercised by these agencies.
0: So I, I just I,
1: drives me freaking nuts. I, was, I haven't even gotten past the first sentence. So
0: I was I'm wondering. Just, I'm
1: trying to get into this. No, but I
0: was wondering this. We landed in Tampa Airport. It was just a couple of days ago. And and I know you have that thought. I have that thought every time you hear it. We're standing at I the baggage claim. makes me want
1: to hit somebody when they come up to me and, and try to tell <laughs> me that stuff. I mean, I, really.
0: I seriously had the thought while I was standing there. I looked around and I said, and I said to myself, are we the only two people in this airport? And it was crowded. I said, are we the only two people in this airport that just got ticked off by that announcement saying it's federal law? It's like it doesn't even phase anybody. They don't even notice.
1: One of these days, if they keep saying that, JC, I'm just going to put you on notice. One of these days, I am going to step up on top of one of these luggage. Com- racks these luggage things right in the middle island that doesn't move may i stand on the part that moves so i'll move around the stick <laughs> and baggage claim and i'm going to give a lesson on the power of the president and the creation of law i would love to simply play the schoolhouse rock <laughs> i'm just a bill yes what? i'm only a bill but i'm sitting here on capitol hill so somebody in the audience we'll be able to get some education on the difference between a law and a kingly decree. I'm just, so it's, I'm, I'm just warning you, Ann is like three ticks from a pop at this point. It's not a law! Oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> you ought to be glad I don't have a can of spray paint on me at any given time, because I'd be like, So I just you're going to have to bail Chris Ann out of jail for for vandalizing the Tampa airport because she can't stand the lies that are printed on the walls. Oh, my
2: gosh.
1: Drives me nuts.
0: I was sitting here thinking about going to the Hillsborough Library tomorrow.
1: See if they try to make you wear a mask.
0: I probably shouldn't say it on air because it'll mess up my court case.
1: Yeah. All right. So there we go. Um, A new rule that critics say would force religious doctors to violate their deeply held beliefs about gender. Okay, so this is problem number one. Health and human services will not have jurisdiction over a doctor unless they work for a hospital that
0: takes federal funds,
1: takes federal funds. So the headline should read, religious hospitals violate their faith by taking federal money
0: and and subjecting
1: themselves
0: to to Biden's anti-Catholic orders.
1: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously. That's good. I like it. On Monday, HHS rule would, uh, would reverse the Trump administration's decision to interpret a sex discrimination ta- statute as applying to just biological sex rather than including gender identity or sexual orientation. Advocates say that in doing so, the Biden administration would require federally funded hospitals and insurers to support gender-related treatments and procedures both of which conflict with Catholic teaching and what other religions believe. Well, my Bible says that God is our provider, not government. My Bible says to obey God rather than men. And what you have here is a bunch of religious in name only hospitals Taking federal money conflicts, should conflict with Catholic teaching. Taking federal money should conflict with what other religions believe. And so the fact that they're taking federal money is the conflict, not the health and human services rule.
0: not sure why they would need federal money.
1: Well, they need federal money because they have no faith. Mm. So That's why they need money because they have no faith and they think my God is bankrupt because they don't know my God. They got some false God that hangs on a wall with gold trim and and
2: needs a bailout
1: and needs a government bailout. That is not my God. That is the God of bail. And that is their God. So any hospital that runs around with some kind of religious symbol on the door, turns around and takes federal money, proves that they are not believers in the real God. And I just made some mad people out there.
0: I like it. So we say the same thing about <clears throat> same thing to Christian schools. Yeah. That makes them mad.
1: If your Christian schools take money, then they're not Christian schools. They're government schools. Mm -hmm. So don't tell me you're going to a Christian school if your Christian school takes government bailout money because that's not a Christian school. That is a, a school that carries the Christian name but does not carry the faith necessary to call themselves of the name of Christ. So... That's what we have today.
0: If you don't think he can pay your bills, how do you think he can get you to heaven?
1: Right. If we, if God is insufficient to meet your your earthly needs, how in the world is he going to meet your heavenly ones? So go take your your claptrap somewhere else, and. Don't tell me you're being discriminated against. Don't tell me the president is forcing you to do something beyond your beliefs. You have already proven you have no belief. Or the only belief you have is that you need government money and you are ruled by a king. So there you go. Amen. All right, guys, that's been the show for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. (laughs) Our time is up.
0: It's been pretty ranty around here.
1: Oh, man. Chris Ann has had a ranty day. This has been boiled up inside me for about, oh, I don't know, 12 hours. I, I just, I, I don't know. Some things some things in Chris Ann Hall's life about to change. And because uh, she's three ticks from a pop. And when that happens, everybody else better just hunker down and <laughs> wait for the Shelter tag. in place. Shelter in place. Chris Ann's about to Pop. And we're going to have it. So thank you guys for joining us. God willing. And the creek don't rise. We will see you tomorrow.